Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about the lost decades. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And today we are talking about lost decades. And so what are what are lost decades? They are decades of basically no return in the overall stock market, right? And I'm talking in the context of the US stock market. Uh, uh, but other stock markets have it too. As a matter of fact, Japan had like I mean I think they're still in like a, a lost thirty or three decades right so thirty years um, their stock market has not surpassed its peak of nineteen eighty nine um, but what you know what causes lost decades over investment that's what causes lost decades over investment um, and that can be from like either like investment from debt. Uh, or equity, but overinvestment is what creates a lost decade. So, so think of uh, o- overinvestment. Uh, it, it it comes from one of two emotions, right, or both, or a combination of both. Most of the time, a combination of both. It comes from fear or greed, and uh, the 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 greed is the obvious one. Um, where people get overexcited. Like you had 1929 uh, stock crash. Well, here, here's some lost decades for the U.S. stock market that I've made a list of. So 1930s was a lost decade, 1970s, 2000 and 2010. But if we look at like the, 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 the 1930s, that was a speculative boom in the stock in the U.S. stock market. Um, the lost decade of the of the 2000s was the 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 bus of the. Uh, tech boom uh, accompanied accompanied with uh, a bust in in real estate, right? So it's kind of like back to back greed um, over a period of time. But uh, so the obvious part is the greed part. The less obvious part is how fear plays into a lost decade because and and we are I want to keep it simple, but the situation uh, over the next decade or if you count 2020 to 2030 uh, is a is a situation that came from fear which after the financial crisis of 2008 uh, that was kind of a trigger point for global slowdown or the world having been way too much indebted and so everybody who was wealthy in the world corporations individuals they began to uh, scramble to get dollars right dollars is the Global reserve currency is what we do business. People save in dollars. And so uh, if, you, if you can imagine the world slowing down and you want to uh, store your assets somewhere and don't think in terms of like a 20, 30, 40-year-old accumulating wealth, think of think in terms of uh, the, the, you know, uh, 
60, 70-year-old wanting to preserve their wealth, which is where a big chunk of the money is. And so they, you know, they begin all over the world, corporations, individuals, wealthy families, uh, wanting more dollars, A, so they can trade, but B, so they can save because the world was slowing down. And when the world slowed down and you look at history, and that's why you've seen since 08, like lots of currencies skyrocketing into inflation. Um, uh, outside of the U.S., lots of like crises and, and, and you got wars going on because when when global growth slows or banks are no longer to banks are no longer willing to um, lend and extend capital out for growth right then you have just uh, all these unstable forces at work um, and so that played out so you had every aspect of money chasing the U.S. assets. So it's why we had a big run-up in the S&P 500. Uh, it's why real estate is super expensive. It's why bond yields are significantly down because they bought bonds. Uh, and so that uh, that rush to dollar-based assets out of fear is what is causing, right, from my perspective, the lost decade of 2020 to 2030, Right where you we're we're gonna look at the stock market performance of like the S and P five hundred, and after you adjust adjust for inflation, because that's the other part. You can have a lost decade and have like a nominal return. So you can look at the you can look at the chart and say, oh, uh, from this period to that period, the stock market earned ten percent a year. Well, but inflation was ten percent a year, then you like lost money. Uh, or you you broke even. You had a lost decade. So we're talking about real numbers, not nominal numbers. Numbers adjusted for inflation because that's what matters to an investor who is trying to increase their value or increase their purchasing power over time. And so from a from a real dollar perspective, just the math is priced for another lost decade because the the factors that are causing it are only getting uh, are only getting worse. Meaning like we're having more and more uh, uncertainty uh, in the market. We are, um, there's more debt. Uh, there are m- more banks having trouble. There is more uh, technology is driving a lot of displacement uh, around the world, right? Which in the long term ends up being a good thing, but in the short term, based on how people react, the, 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 the which, Humans collectively tend to react to change slowly, so that uh, uh, plays out. So you have a lot of forces and pressure that moves to um, banks wanting to lend, banks wanting and being able to lend less and less. Which, in a dollar-based system that's where dollar is still eighty-seven percent of global trade, um, and that doesn't change quick either. Uh, um, you just have people wanting uh, piling more and more. Uh, into dollars into that eventually like bust right because it always leads to a bust whenever you have overinvestment out of fear and greed there's a bust which causes the last decade sometime in the next uh in the next decade so not you know i kind of built that up and then for those who um are saying all right philip you've you've convinced me of uh of this lost decade thing I, i fully understand okay we got way too much investment uh in the U.S. economy, banks are not lending in dollars. All right, like, how do I invest? Well, if if you are investing from the emotion of fear and greed, and that's your dominant emotion, you're not going to hear what I'm saying. So you got to come into the mindset of faith, right? Faith is faith in the future, right? Faith in 
what's happening because when you have faith in the future then you all then it, that's like um what's the word i'm looking for when you have faith in the future you become aware of the new ideas sitting right in front of you um because in every last in every lost decade there was always an investment opportunity but if you were like in fear or greed you couldn't see it but if you have faith in the future then you saw it because like what the the never ending story is new generations come into the marketplace they build new economies those economies grow up and as they grow up you make money right super simple not a complicated thing right you can look at every 10 years and look at every new generation bringing new ideas and you can track those new ideas growing up in the form of companies or asset classes and then you watch over time that make money super simple idea the problem is if you're in fear or greed you judge the new ideas because you're like you're fearful you're like oh this is uh this is bad this is the end of the world this is dumb this is blah 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 right or you or you over uh, you're overconfident on like the old idea. So people who are uh, uh, that are bashing crypto or bashing Web3, you know, uh, I'll pick on Warren Buffett for a second because he is, uh, I, I learned a lot from him, but he's an example of somebody who is overconfident in the old America, right? He's like, crypto is dumb, blah, blah, blah. Well, you made $300 billion in the old economy. So I understand how you being 90 years old uh, and this is how you made your money for like 70 years of your life. Or he started when he was 12. So uh, most of his life, that's how the world works. But it changes. And he can't see it because he's overconfident in the current system and it's blocking his his understanding. But if you have faith in the future and you understand the future's evolving and always changing, then you see the correlations of like how crypto fits into the whole deal. Here's a simpler breakdown of what I mean. And you'll get this. Let's look at 2000 and 2010, right? 2000 and 2010, where did all the money get sucked into? Web one, right? I mean, if you owned Amazon or Google stock from 2000 to 2010, you I mean, you didn't have a lost decade. <laughs> um, 2000 to 10 to 2020 uh, was the mobile revolution, web two, right? Web one, internet, commerce, Web two mobile commerce, right? And all those companies. So I mean, Apple was, you know, the manifestation or the the, the one of the biggest uh, recipients of of that decade. So Web one, that period. Web two, that period. Um, and and 2010, 2020 wasn't even a lost decade. But I'm just saying, like, if you you can like you can completely take yourself out of being caught up with the masses and walk to the beat of your own drum by just following the new generation's trend, like I was saying. So while we didn't have a lost decade from 2010 to 2020, if you if you were heavy on Web 2, you made significant monies above what the S&P 500 did. So now we're at 2020, 2030, right? We're at Web 3, you know, Web 3. It's it's not it's not super complicated like it's just okay follow the new ideas where are all the engineers going where's all the excitement it's gonna eventually grow up have faith in the future like new music doesn't suck because it's not your music right i'm saying that to people who always go oh this new music sucks these kids uh, that's what old people said about your music same thing with economies and asset classes and companies, right? It changes. And the only way where you get the change is when you don't judge it and you appreciate it and you have faith in the future and you believe in the youth. And because of that belief, you're rewarded with vast sums of money over time historically. So um, 
That is the seat. Like that's optimism is how you get optimism, right? People, uh, Philip, how do you say positive about the future? I'm just positive, right? Let's just, just be positive. Just, it always works out for the good. And then you'll see the good and then you get to participate in it. But if you, if you're negative in your thinking then you're going to see the negative and then you're going to miss out and then you're going to blame somebody else. Oh, nobody told me. Uh, okay. None of my listeners can say that. So until next week, y'all enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.